This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. And what means always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with the plan, the one and only, <laughs> the man who's alive. He's back. Back from the grave again. I don't know how this is happening. Back from the grave again. He's back, ready for son. this time. <laughs> I'm back. He's, more he's pain. ready. He's ready for more pain. He's ready for more. <laughs> for more I'm ready, son. I'm ready. He's ready Bring for me us. all the Titans. He's, he's ready to take on the team that stole the New York Jets' original name. Tennessee Titans because we were the New York Titans so now it's our turn our turn to give them the payback so John how you doing today my man how you doing I'm good man I'm good we got the we got the Yankees losing on on cold day right now we got the Red Sox winning so baseball evening out after a glorious day yesterday Mm. Knicks everything is good in Knicks land no stories they're trying to make stories they can't find them life is good Cause you got the, te- you got the team across the bridge who, uh, apparently can't there's plenty keep of together. stories. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but there's really no stories. You know what I mean? Like, everything's okay in Knicks land, but dude, everything is an absolute disaster in Jets land. And how am I doing? I'm not sure I've processed Marcus May yet, mm. but I'm, I'm doing, <laughs> I, I, I am Sunday's going to be, uh, an interesting game. It's going to be, um, as that guy from LA likes to say, it, it's definitely going to be a part of the poop fecta, uh, this weekend. Uh, but how you doing, man? How's everything? Uh, uh and I, I think you lost, uh, the contest with your cats, man. What's the update on the cats? Uh, the update with the cats is that according to the vet, uh, they don't have ringworm, uh, but we have to wait another two weeks. Just to confirm, just to get another another test to confirm, because you need two weeks for ringworm. Okay, so, so we're not in the clear. So the Jets could still get that W. The Jets could still get that W. Okay. The Knicks could oh, still okay. get that W. But the good news is that we don't have to do all the hypercleaning. We don't have to give them the lime sulfur bath. We don't have to give them the ointments oh. anymore. Just finish the just finish the medication. We can just sit on the couch. I can actually go back to the couch now and watch games instead of watching Let's it in go. here. Instead of on this TV, I get to actually use the the fucking sixty-two inch <laughs> television that I have and not watching it go to collect dust every single. Actually, it's not truly collecting dust because we have to clean it more than usual because of the cats. <laughs> but I get to use it. You don't have to, it's that. not acquiring dust. There you go. I love that. I love that. And other news, I, I, I'm fully booked for my London trip for, there we uh, go. for the Jets. So it's going to be an interesting time, man. It's going to be an interesting time. And I'm really hoping that we have a win going into that game. Me too. But it's going to come against a pretty frisky Tennessee Titans team, man. So we had the rapid reaction from Denver. We haven't really talked much about the Titans on this podcast. Mm-mm. But let me just ask you about the Jets from week one to week three and mm-hmm. from their practice week and just any any updates, any updates from from your perspective on the Jets besides the injuries. We'll get into the injuries. But from your perspective, like did anything change? You still feel the same way? I know that Zach Wilson came out today. He, he acknowledged kind of what me and you were yelling about, but more so you've been preaching that you need to just get the confidence uh, Dink and Dunks in. 
Uh, Trent Dilfer was going on and on about that this week, about how the plays are open. Like, I, I know there's that one screenshot, and oh my goodness, can we stop with this screenshot on, on Jets Twitter? Like, we just love screenshots. We're the only, only yeah, football yeah, franchise yeah, yeah, with yeah. screenshots, and all of a sudden, it's whatever. Anyway. We're, so, we're, the only, we're the only team with screenshots, with TikToks, and like... As entertaining as it can be in that, in that, in that sphere for that immediate reaction. The reality is that we can't keep like <laughs> banging on all these players it's where ridiculous. it's like, you know, it's funny. It's funny because like the TikTok ones, like at least there's like something going on with it. It can be a little like too much slander. Like it's just funny, like the instant reaction. But other wild. than that, like we shouldn't take it as like gospel, like, Oh my God, this kid is right. Or like when you see a screenshot, like, Oh my God. Yeah, LaFleur Connor McGovern's not blocking. It's, yeah, there's, or, there's, there's more. Yeah. Like, let's learn more about it. Let's let's put it into context. You know, I actually like what you've been doing, uh, cutting up some film and put it out on Twitter and like sharing like what Sheldon Rankin is doing, uh, Ryan, how bad Ryan Griffin is. So please <laughs> keep doing it. Jets Twitter needs it. <laughs> yeah, well, well, because I'm so frustrated because it, it, it's like I'm watching a completely different game from everybody else. Like our video producer Greg, he is convinced that I have a sickness. That I, I mean, I, I do. I I am an addict for the New York Jets, but just like you the are. fact that I think they they have a chance. Like he thinks I'm he thinks I'm an addict because he's like, how do you week to week keep thinking this team has a chance? And it's because I know what I'm watching, right? So, for example, in that in that play where that screenshot play where there's three receivers you know on the same level it, it if you just zoom out a little bit there's also another player running down uh the left sideline but that's neither here nor there it's obviously a wide receiver issue like it's obviously that they they, they met, there's no way the play is drawn where all, three all of them are on, on the, the same. same level you know what i mean so it, like yeah, it's, it's not real and, and they ran a very similar play in the same game where they had the three different levels as well. So they literally re-ran the play because they're like, yo, you messed that up. Let's try to run that again. You know what I mean? So I, I think that LaFleur is competent. And for, for example, on the, on the, it was the, in the second quarter, right? It was 10-0. And it's, it's very similar. There's these drives that the Jets have where it's, re- they're really flipping the whole game. Mm-hmm. And like you said, man, it's all about how he's trying to take the touchdown plays, the 45-yard plays, which the receiver should catch. They should. Okay? Because <laughs> um, it's in their hand. But either way, he th- they were open players. Because he, he the problem is he's doing that on, on, on first and second down to get the third down. And he was talking about that all offseason, right? Zach Wilson is talking about how it's all about getting short third downs. And you can see in the gameplay, right? Like I was breaking down tape, you know, offline to you. And I was showing it to you, right? Like first and second down, they're working so well. They're dinking and dunking and they're doing that to get the third down. But once he gets the third down, he kind of is looking for that big play, right? Oh, it's third and four, third and six. Let me, let me go for that. And even though he has players open. So he came out today and he actually acknowledged that. So I, I was really happy that he confirmed that. So for me, that's one thing that I saw after you know, the Denver game and now that kind of confirmed and gave me some confidence, right? Like that, that for me is where I'm, I'm personally like as a Jets fan, that's my explanation from where I'm building confidence as to like the defense was good and everybody's so worried about the offense. Like, and we're worried. Everyone's worried about Zach Wilson on the Zach Wilson front. I think he learned from it. And I think there was a lot of mistakes, wide receiver mistakes, but from his mistakes, I think he could 
learn from it. And yeah, for you know, sure. This, so let's wait and see, of course. For sure. And like, I agree. Like, there are some plays where he is like dinking and dunking, but for the most part, he's not dinking and dunking. For the most part, he's trying to be aggressive on most plays first down, trying to get the first down again. It's like, no, just, just, just work the field. Like, get, get the short yeah. third down. And it, it works in your advantage to a certain degree when you get the short third down. You can convert those third downs because you keep the defense out there longer. You make them work harder. And there you get gas by the time you're ready for that big play. You know, that's where this is where we watch guys like, and I hate saying his name, but like Bill, Bill Belichick, right? Where he knows like, I'm going to work these guys. I'm going to work these guys for like seven, eight plays. And then once they're tired after seven, eight plays, that's when they're going to start, things can start opening up because they're tired. You know, it's so funny. I know you didn't listen to it. And so I'm going to give, I'm just going to give you, you know, your kudos because Trent Dilfer was literally on the Rosillo podcast today talking about how, in order for Zach Wilson to learn, they should put on Tom Brady tape and show him the same exact plays that Zach Wilson's running because they're running the same plays that actually New England's running and how he's taking the dinks and dunks and how you're not. And even though they're open and he's like, this is how Tom Brady does it. It's the same plays. Like, are you better than Tom Brady? It's so funny because I know you didn't listen to it. I know you didn't watch it. And, and Trent Dilfer today was saying the same exact things. So it's just like, take take the positive yardage. Like, you want to give me six yards? Give me six yards. Like, just I'm, I, I don't want to fight for the, the 12 yard or the 18 yard throw. Like, just give me the six yarder. No, nah, man. And like, and you're right. I didn't watch it. I was unfortunately in a meeting. <laughs> so, yeah. but no, like, no, I'm just saying it just makes sense, though. Like, why are we, you know, everyone wants to see the home run play, but that's so college, dude. The home run play is so college. Like, deep, there's so much so deal you, college. Bro. <laughs> you know what I'm when, you have, when you have great old lines, no playing, no defenses, and you get to chuck it to like your homies just going down the, down the yeah, field for real. Like, it's literal then, homies, but but that's <laughs> but that's the thing. It's you're not you're and you know you you pointed me to the podcast today where you got to listen to Rex where I listened to Rex Ryan on uh, part of my take, and he even goes into saying why is it so hard to win, win with a rookie quarterback? Well, it's because they they're they're not men yet; they're boys coming into a man's league. The, we're talking about guys who are vets, you know, whether it's even just one year under your belt, like you have that now, that one true off season, right? The true off season, you get to hit the weight room. You're another year older. You're more seasoned. You get to learn the playbook more in depth. You get to understand the nuances of the game, right? Whether it's like a corner understanding like, oh, I'm looking at the wide receiver. If I'm looking at his eyes, his eyes, his pupils are going to be wide open if the ball is in the air. And I know it's yeah. for him. Stuff like that. That's where you start to learn and get a mastering of the game. Zach Wilson's not there yet. And it's very rare. We see the Russell Wilsons. We see, you know, all these other quarterbacks who are, who are rookies that come in and just like light the world on fire. And that's just not the norm. So we have to understand that Zach Wilson is going to have his hiccups like we've seen the last two weeks, but show like what he did in the first week saying, the kid's there. Like he has a talent, but it's a learning experience. It's going to take time for him. And like that, that's nothing to be upset about, but you got to put him in position as Rex Ryan also said to be successful. So like, what did he do with Sanchez? Like the kid's not ready to be that guy. So we got to run it and have like a really good defense if we're going to stay in the game. Right. So for the Jets, we actually have a defense. Granted, we lost. Now we've lost a lot of guys on defense, but our defense has still been holding up. Oh man! Where yeah, but we lost. But, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, we still like even up until this point, we still <laughs> saw how good the defense was and was still holding us in games, which is just still getting me ready for next season when hopefully everyone's healthy again. And I can only imagine how dominant this defense can be at this point, especially if our offense is just clicking and keeping the defense off to stay fresh. 
it's going to be it's going to be a, a game changer. But this is where you see like this is the concern that we talked about when we had Richie Moore on here from uh, Jets Media, right? It's that we're putting that pressure back on Zach Wilson because if the defense can't stay on the field, if the defense can't stop by losing the guys, which they're they're actually doing to this point, it's actually not even the defense. But you want to put Zach Wilson in the position to succeed, which is giving him a good running game, giving him time to operate, giving him passes to complete. So it's all coming together and seeing like. All right, let's do the dink and ducks. Let's get the run game going. You know, how do we how do we establish this? We also mentioned like the offensive line needs to be revamped. Everyone's now seeing it's like Connor McGovern, like Greg Van Roten. These guys are just not it. We have to upgrade at that position. So overall, I'm trying to get at, even though I know I'm going on a little tangents, is that we need to for for, for this season. Hey, let it all it, out, man. Let it all out. Uh, it's this is therapy, man. This is truly group therapy for Jets fans. This is what we've been doing for the last eleven years. So <laughs> welcome guys welcome welcome <laughs> sit down the cup of coffee is right over there on the table please grab it uh we're gonna ask you to share stories soon too about being a jets fan but no man it's like this is just what i want to see and i think one you know based on what rex ryan said like get the run game going have a solid defense we have the defense let's try to get the run game going because our run our run blocking is actually not that bad um it's actually pretty decent uh so if we can that get again, that going, man. we've been killing it against yeah, really we, good if, running teams. Yeah, and if we can get that going, like don't look at look at don't look at Denver. Denver's actually really like Denver's a really good team. Like watching them well, play. Well, Denver, us, we, we we did well. We 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 stopped uh, both but, their, their dominant running backs as well. You know what I'm saying? Well, they 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 had they had the yards their way to, to run. Yeah, but time. they had they had under three yards yes. per average. Yeah, no, they did have under three yards yeah. per average. It was but like still three point like, three or whatever it was. Right. No, I, I understand that, but still, like. I know it's only you can only ask so much from the defense when they're constantly on the field and not getting a break. But cornerbacks haven't let out a touchdown yet. There there are some positive bright spots, but man, but no, oh, it was all oh, run around Marcus May, bro. It was all run around Marcus May. He had a hundred percent of the snaps. Like Yeah, I, and so there's like, no before, hiding that. There's really no hiding it. Well, before we get into Marcus May, the last thing I just want to say is that let's try to get the run game going for Zach Wilson. Let's try to establish like let's try to get him into the past. Short dink and dunks. Yeah. He and, will. you know, next, in next year, what we, what we see is that what needs to be upgraded is going to be the, like, I know I'm saying this now, but it's yeah. just forget next it's just year, clears. bro. Forget next year, dude. Forget next year. Cause we have to worry about week three, bro. Week four. Week four. Sorry. I just, I just, I just want my, I just want my first win. I, I assume it was coming in week three. But you're right. Week four. And already Elijah Moore is out with a concussion. Right. And he's not, he hasn't been officially ruled out. It's Wednesday right now, but he has a concussion, didn't practice, not looking good. We're hoping that Jameson Crowder comes back. What are we going to do, man? What are we going to do at wide receiver? Where is it going to come from? Is Denzel Mims coming back? Uh, Stop this. I think they might bring out. They might ask uh, we have Jeff Wayne, Smith. They, Jeff Smith is also out. This well, we don't know, but he got into a car crash this week. Oh, uh, yeah, today, that's right. And he didn't, yeah. and he didn't, and he didn't practice. So. I mean, we're talking five receivers. Is Denzel going to make it? Is he going to? Is he going to dress this week? Well, look, man, I know everyone was joking about all the wide receivers running on the same uh, line last week for the in routes and saying, "Well, talk about having to know the playbook." Ba 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 ba. So, <laughs> yeah, I I would like I would hope so at this point. Like you put out, I'm asking for our, 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 our most one of our most talented wide receivers to get on the field at this point because we just need him. Give Zach Wilson a weapon, like a guy who has like a yeah. good catch radius. Guy who can who has good speed who can get open, just give him like easy plays like to put him out there. I'm not asking for Denzel Mims to be out there, and I'm not saying Denzel Mims would be the game changer for all these games that we lost. Sure, but 
just give him a weapon out there to help him. Like he needs, he needs some sort of help. So give him that help. But I hope he dresses. If it's not, if it's not now, man, I don't know when it's going to be. Um, <laughs> I can tell you that, but I, I, I would hope so with, with Jeff Smith. If, I mean, if they bring up Vincent Smith from the practice squad to, to put in over uh, Denzel Mims, that, that is hurtful. That would be tough. Yeah, that would that, be, that, that that would be hurtful. Tough. That is hurtful. Uh, so I, I hope so. I, I, I really do hope so. I really, I think at this point you just have to think that he is, especially with Crowder and now Jeff Smith. So who knows? Who knows? Right, only, so, only the uh, coach knows. <laughs> yeah, at least some positive news. Uh, Ashton Davis on the defense, he's back. Uh, Neesman, I think he's going to be our other starting safety because Marcus May. He has an ankle, Alex. Okay. He has an ankle and he's been ruled out for three to four weeks, suspiciously right before the trade deadline. I'm not going to put on a tinfoil hat. I love Marcus. Put on the tinfoil hat. I know you want to. His his agent hates the Jets. I mean, he puts it out in publications as an anonymous source already. I mean, it's all good. We get get what's going on. It's frustrating. I'm sure Marcus May is even more frustrated that he's 0 3 and he's. Playing lights out. Uh, and he probably doesn't like what he sees from the offense. And he's probably like, you know what? Like, kind of like, you know, let, let's see what you can do without me. I think, um, <laughs> he, he wasn't privy to the fact that Julio Jones and AJ Brown might not be going this week with the Tennessee Titans. So the Jets actually do have their work cut out for them a little bit in that aspect because they're, Ten- the Tennessee Titans live and die by Derrick Henry. We all yes. know that. Yep. And fortunately for the Jets, that's their that's their strong point. I mean, their their mm-hmm. strong point is to guard the run. So I'm hoping that we can keep this to an ugly game. We have a better defense than Tennessee. Tennessee's defense has been doing better than projected. The Jets, obviously, their defense has been doing better than projected. I think their D-line really showed up last week, especially Quinton Williams has been on. You mentioned Sheldon Rankins. I, I I don't think the cornerbacks are as good as the stats show, which is probably the craziest statement. Even if you told me three weeks ago I was going to say that statement, I would have called you literally insane. Um, but they've been playing so well, and I don't think they're going to be tested this week. This is a big week for the Jets, man. This is a big week for them this to come a- up and 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 show... Show the NFL that they're not a joke. I mean, I, I know that's silly, but like Robert Salah, he's a first time coach. There's first time coaches on the offense. His first time, his first time coaches everywhere. And there's pride on the line. Okay. I literally, solace. figuratively and literally speaking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and there's some solace, right? That no rookie quarterback has won yet besides Mac Jones, who had to play, of course, Zach Wilson. So there is some solace there. It's not like they're doing something completely wrong. However, it's really, it's really, if we can capitalize with Julio Joe, we don't, again, we don't know if they're going to be out, but just as of today, like Taylor Lewan didn't practice their left tackle, Bud Dupree, uh, Merkinson, Julio Jones, AJ Brown, uh, I think Farley didn't. And then they had some limited guys mm-hmm. that are going to play. We'll see as the week goes on. We had some pretty big injuries. I think in Marcus May, I think that's our number. I think our, I would say my number one guy wouldn't want to go down. Number two, probably CJ Mosley at this point. Yeah. Um, so it, it's not fun, but do you it's have not. a, do you have a, just an outlook on, you know, 
I, I, you don't have to say exactly what you expect from you know the overall game, but just what you expect from this defense at least with Marcus For, May from out. The Jets, from the Jets defense, yeah, because I mean, Marcus we, May we is out, dude. We we haven't seen. Like my hope for the last since Marcus May has been uh, drafted, it's really been if Marcus May's out, the Jets stink. Almost like my Darius Leonard uh, <laughs> Colts action. Like if Darius oh, Leonard's out goodness. for the Colts, the Colts stink. If yeah. Marcus May's out for the Jets, the Jets stink. So yeah, call, what are we going to do a, these next three to four weeks, man? Call it a wrap. Well, for this game, as you pointed out, Derrick Henry is the monster that we have to look out for, right? I mean, Derrick Henry. Outside of his first game, the last two games, he was he got 35 attempts against the Seattle Seahawks for 182 yards, and then 28 attempts against the Indianapolis Colts for 113 yards. Got three touchdowns against the Seattle Seahawks, by the way. Uh, no touchdowns against the Indianapolis Colts, but the, the defense stinks, huh? Yeah, but Seattle yeah. 33. Th- thank you, thank you. Uh, Yo, hopefully that's a top ten pick, but whatever. Whose name will not be said on this podcast. Thank you for giving us a first rounder for this upcoming season. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, Derrick Henry is the guy that we're going to have to pay attention to because that's how t- the Tennessee Titans like to get their game. They like to get the ground and pound going, make sure that he controls the tempo of how uh, Ryan Tannehill can then use the play action, escape to his right or left, and then start looking for A.J. Brown or whoever down the field. Uh, you mentioned Julio Jones is questionable for this upcoming week, so – you know, Julio Jones hasn't really been utilized yet. And he's still trying to figure things out. No, no, last week. Last week, but not fully to the extent like through the first couple of weeks that, you know, Dude, still trying to get Julio. Don't he slander Julio, Julio, bro. I'm not slandering Julio. I'm just talking about the connection between Tannehill and Julio. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying Julio's bad. I'm terrified because this is actually, in my opinion, this is the best wide receiver core up until now that the Jets are going to have to face. So this is going to be a true test for a corner. So we'll be getting lucky, bro. Jerry yeah, Judy's out. These boys are out. We'll be getting Yo, lucky. If, 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 if Julio Jones AJ is Brown's out, that definitely is, out. Yeah. Uh, I think AJ Brown is, de- is definitely out. Um, yeah. but so, but you know, this is, this is who they have to like look at to see who are they going to have to go up against. But. I think the cornerbacks may get lucky without AJ Brown if Julio Jones doesn't uh, suit up for this week. But who are you going to have to then worry about? You're going to have to worry about um, Nick Westbrook. Inc- well, I don't even know how to pronounce that last name. I'm not even going to try. Uh, I don't even know how to do it. I yeah, it's fine. The name. So, but like that's there's not not many. He was, names. He was, a, he was a, but he was like the leading receiver last week against the Indianapolis Colts. So, like the the Jets secondary does. Depending on if Julio plays or not, may have a light a lighter workload than expected. So I'm not too worried about the secondary, but I'm definitely working worried about the front because Derrick Henry is also a running back that we have not we haven't faced a running back like Derrick Henry. I guess Christian McCaffrey. We did a, do a good job against Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, Melvin Gordon, Javante yeah. Williams well, Melvin, in one game. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean Melvin Gordon are good. Yeah, the, the the Broncos running back tandem is good. I think Christian McCaffrey is the best running back of course. that we've faced. He might be the best player now to this point. Yeah, but do, who do you put? So who would you put him over? Derek Derek Henry or Christian McCaffrey? I, mean, I think they're just a different. Style. They're very like, they're very they're very yeah. different because Christian McCaffrey is an all around running back. Like yeah, he's going to catch out of the, the yeah, he's going to yeah. he could do everything. So you really have the game plan for Christian McCaffrey. Derek Henry is he's going to run down your throat, and I think yeah. CJ Mosley is going to catch him. Like a little, a little Bama on Bama. Crime on Sunday after a huge Alabama Old Miss game, like yeah, it's it, it's beautiful. Like I, it's just like 
it's prime. The weather is getting very fally around here. It's the second home game. Zach Wilson was really hyped about the first game. Like, I'm just hoping that the Jets get this win, man. And and the, the Vegas line is a little fishy. It's a little fishy. They give they're giving the Jets that seven and a hook. I don't know why they're giving the Jets the hook. It, it, it's it's a little fishy. That's all I'm saying. Maybe they'll lose by a touchdown. The over-under dropped from 48 to 44 and a half, which means Vegas thinks it's going to be a sloppy, you know, one score game. I mean, that's the that that's the that's the teal. That's what the teal leaves say. So we'll see what happens we'll see. Uh, on that front. Do you think that? Do you think that all this social media stuff affects the actual players at all, or do you think that the narrative, or or, or do you think that more the narrative of "Hey, I'm zero and three, our backs are against the wall, we just need the W"? Like, do you, do you think those two things factor into each other? I, so if you're going to ask me, do I think players, are they affected by trolls on social media? I think to a certain degree, like they're human. Like it, I don't think it will cripple them or it's going to, yeah. you know, be in their mind as they're playing. Like, I don't think Connor. Because I'm wondering, like we're coming home don't... right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The Jets are coming home versus the Titans. Like we're 0-3. Like, do you think they're just like, oh my God. Like, because if, if, if we they... if we come out with an 0-3, dude, they're going to they're gonna get booed. If we come if, out with a third down, a three and out if, right away, we're gonna get booed. And then, oh we'll yes, absolutely. I think at that's that my point, question. You have, like, but you have to know. Like, but at that point, if you can't, this is like, look, if you can't handle that point, then maybe just don't think about signing with New York at all. Like, I know New York is a different beast by the intensity of the media, the fans, like the expectations, especially Jets fans. We haven't seen a, a winning, t- like a real good winning team. I say from Rex Ryan, even though yes, we had Ryan Fitzpatrick take us that ten and six season. But that was like not sustainable whatsoever. You knew like maybe like there was always that question like maybe, but it wasn't truly sustainable. So do I think that it plays an impact? Maybe like slightly like it'll get into the rain. I think the real thing though is what you said is that they're owing through with their backs against the wall. You're going to have, you know, Brian Costello. You're going to have Rich Samini. You're going to have oh, DJ enemy start asking you questions like, all right, guys, uh, you're, if you're zero and four, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the heat of the New York media saying, "All right, guys, you're zero and four. You're zero and four. How are you feeling right now? What's happening? What do you think you guys are doing wrong? You're gonna get you're gonna start, get, start getting all those questions. What do you think you can do better? You know, and then if your response is what I'm sorry, I, I can't I can't stand what Van Roten said about Zach Wilson. It's like, dude, like I know you brought up your accountability afterwards. You're just wrong. I, that's why I'm, yeah, that's why I'm annoyed. But but yeah, it's 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 not just that because. He's not completely wrong. I won't, I won't, I won't do it on that because he's supposed to be a veteran. But hold on. My, he's, he's supposed to be a veteran. You shouldn't throw your quarterback, your rookie quarterback under the bus. Like that is completely wrong on that aspect. Is he right that in some instances, Zach needs to get rid of the ball quickly? Yes, but it's not completely Zach's fault. And then to follow up saying, we got to be better. You got to be better. It's like, come on, dude. That is just such a bullshit way to like respond to that answer. Just, you could just say, Hey, we didn't play well. As a team, we have to come back and be better. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. You want to point out your yeah. rookie quarterback? That's what. I, that's my biggest gripe. Is that your point? Your your finger pointing at your rookie quarterback. You're a veteran on this team. You're also a tri-state area like native. Like you 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 rooted for the Jets, and this is what you want to do. Like you want to cause controversy. That is such a hot. That is such a hot quote to take. Right. And you saw how people were running with it everywhere, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, any, everyone was talking about it. 
You couldn't miss it because you have your your right guard, who, by the way, is the, one of the reasons Zach Wilson's getting creamed. <laughs> he, on a he, he's rated basis. one of the worst right guards in the NFL. Or yeah, offensive and, linemen in general, and rightfully so. By PFF, okay, rightfully so. Yeah, we know you like you're, we know you're out there with your burner account trying to protect yourself. It's okay. Don't worry. We'll, yeah, you we'll literally messaged us. You literally messaged yeah. us with your brother. Actually, account. we know you. You you literally did that, um, and then you deleted it. But we got yeah. it. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, but look, that's my issue with that. I think, I, I think for the Jets this this week offensively, you have to just come out and just get Zach Wilson to rhythm, establish a run, and not rely heavily on him. Uh, that's that's what I believe. Yeah. Well, the, my my key matchups like I. Listen, Corey Davis, there are some passes where they're forcing it to him, but he has Janoris Jenkins on him. Like, if we can't get free on Janoris Jenkins, like, God help us. Uh, We need Jameson Crowder to play. We need Braxton Berrios to not drop passes. And I I would really like something from Keelan Cole and, you know, am I allowed to say Denzel Mims without someone yelling at me? Like, I don't know. Could we ever have a second-round pick who's going to do anything ever? It's ridiculous. But anyway... Um, Elijah, we just got to trade those, man. I know for real. I never want to draft in the second round ever again. I'm not joking. Like literally take it. But anyway, I am looking forward to seeing how our running backs are going to respond to blocking our tight ends. We're, 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 we're carrying extra tight ends on the line and they're still not blocking. Right. In the past, at least, Tyler Croft is limited this week. I, I assume he's going to play. He had some nice catches last week, though. Uh, Ryan Griffin, tough on the block, a guy that we cut and resigned. So you know he's 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 on that. He's on the block. First right? signing, by the way. I just like to bring that. I up. know you love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so funny. He's 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 definitely a fan favorite. I'll, I'll turn on the Jets uh, pod as well. Uh, Will Parkinson, he can't stand Ryan Griffin. He always goes off on him. Anyway, he had one good season in in Houston, Houston. and then had a good half. <laughs> I know. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is the week that Yaboa, you know, gets a snap or two. But I mean, there is something to say that the Titans are really good against tight ends. But so are we. I, I just honestly, if we stop the run, I know I keep going back to it. I don't know where the Titans are going to score points. And obviously the Jets haven't scored a touchdown in eight quarters, so I can't say where the Jets are going to score points because they have it. I think so I th- it, it just seems like it's going to be a sloppy game. If Bud Dupree that- doesn't play, bro, if Bud Dupree do- doesn't play and the running backs really aren't, don't have that much pressure on them because they did improve. Like Michael Carter did have a couple good chips. Like we're joking. Can we just get a chip or two? He did have a couple blocks. Ty Johnson uh, tried a couple times. Like he was, he was sort of successful, but like sometimes it's Von Miller. You know what I mean? Like one time Robert, uh, I always say Robert Moses, Morgan Moses, uh, like Von Miller just went around him. Like, what are you going to do? It doesn't mean that Morgan Moses is bad. It just means that 58 is, is, is a Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he also beat McGovern a couple of times. Like, what are you going to do? You know? So if Bud Dupree's out, who is a really good player, I, I really think that the Jets will be able to hold back any blitzes. I don't think it's going to be too complicated. I think the Titans are frauds. In general, I don't, I'm really not impressed by any of their games. I, I, yeah, I dare I, I say we might be the best defense they're going to face. No, I don't think you'd be out of, I don't think you'd be far fetched to say that. I mean, they played the Colts who can't stop a nosebleed. Uh, they played the Seattle Seahawks who also can't stop a nosebleed. And, you know, the time to play the Arizona Cardinals, who I think are, are an actually like a, a good team. Um, 
I think this is actually a chance for the Jets to score a touchdown. I don't think they'll go. Oh, the hot take. I know, right? <laughs> I think I think I think this is the I think the Jets will come out and give us a touchdown. I won't say they'll give us numerous touchdowns, but I think they will give out come out, have some like good drives. I think things will start to click. I think things will start to click. I think it's hard for me to say that they'll win just because I think it's so hard to come back. It should be hard for anyone to say that, apparently. But I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I think from how bad it was from week two with four interceptions to last week when no one can catch the ball, it's just hard for me to say, okay, all this gets ironed out in one week and then everything starts clicking again. So I think if that if that is to happen – I think it would be this, the following week when you have a really good matchup against the Atlanta Falcons to really iron all those kinks out and not necessarily this week. I don't think the Titans are a great team. I think they're probably a C plus B minus team based on how they're built. Yeah. I Somewhere would say around C+. there. So especially without think, their star wide receivers, bro. I think that's a big issue. Yeah. And that's where, and, and that's, Dupree, that's, bro. And if the so left for, tackles out, holy crap. Yeah, so this is where it comes down to like a CC plus then because I don't know how the rest I don't know how their backups are going to fill in, but this is the type of game you can see the Jets starting to iron some kinks out and saying, "Okay, we had a nice eight play drive even though it ended in a punt. Okay, the next one was like 10 plays, it still ended a punt or field goal. Okay, there's the one touchdown for the game." But you at least you can get to see some progress. And once again, that's the whole that's what we want to see out of this season. We're a very young team. I just want to see some adjustments from the coaching staff. I want to see some adjustments from Zach Wilson and like do the dink and dunks, see to establish a run game, see that we actually can utilize our offensive line for the, the, the run blocking that they have. Pass blocking is just so hit or miss, man. Like this is, this is a, this is the week to start ironing those kinks out, looking ahead against the Falcons. That's if they can put, if they can do what I'm just saying this week. And then follow up with the Falcons, then I think they can get. I think they can get on track to be a competitive, team. <laughs> not a winning team, so but scared a competitive to say, team. So scared to say the Jets are gonna win. I can't do it yet, man. It's just like, <laughs> look, eleven years of trauma, man. It's eleven years of trauma. It's very I hard. Know. Look, I know. I, look, I gave you the bold prediction. I, th- I thought they were gonna beat the Patriots. I legit thought they were gonna beat the yeah, Patriots. Um, and they I think should've. that was the and and, and they should have. That they was the game to do it. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, and that was a game they should have. If they had done that, you know, I can really be sitting like high and be like, okay, I know what this team is now. And the fact that Zach Wilson had a really bad game, it's really hard. It's just hard, man, because he's a rookie, and it's so hard to gauge when is the rookie going to come out and look like the guy because he's got to have the he's going to have the flashes where you say, hey, that's the quarterback of the future of this team. That's the franchise quarterback. I see him putting it all together, even if for one game, right? Where you even what we had it with Sam Darnold. It would be those one, two, maybe three games where he looked like he had it all together, where he could read the defense, like attack the zone, attack the man coverage, know when to like extend the play, roll out, no utilize play action really well, understand how to uh <laughs> well not under Adam Gates, but when he was a bolster so audible at the line a little bit. Um yeah. those yeah. type of things, man. That's that's what I that's what I want to see. So we'll see you next week for we'll see uh this week for the Jets and Zach Wilson and the offense to see if they can finally put it together. You got any remaining words that you want to say about this team? I just think they have a chance to put it together if they dink and dunk the the season, sort of say. Like if they like just beat the Titans, which I think is an easy uh, an easy task. Uh, you know, all things considered, 
you know, every game is difficult, but all things considered, I think it's an easy task coming home, you know, uh, momentum's on your side. You're desperate. They just come off a tough game versus the Colts. Like, you know, they have injuries everywhere. Literally every single important position, they have an injury. Their strength is our strength. Like, we have a chance here. And if we, you know, dink and dunk it, we win this game, and then we are able to, you know, beat Atlanta on a neutral field in London right in front of my face, and then we go into a bye week, we're two and three. You know, the, the narrative is salvaged. Your season salvaged. Everything's different. You know what I mean? And all you have to do is beat the, you know, the, the limping in Tennessee Titans, which are, I, I think are overrated. And I don't think anyone is even overrated, you know, rating them high. I think they're still overrated. And the, the Atlanta Falcons, which I think are the worst team in football after the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I don't think the Jets are too far behind, you know, and the Giants are, you know, right there too. Like, I think the Falcons are terrible. I think beating those two teams, you couldn't ask for a better uh, get-up games. And, dude, Fat Randy, you know, <laughs> Fat Randy Bullock, the the Titans kicker, is chilling on, on that sideline. Hopefully he gets a mess up. Maybe this is the week that we don't actually mess up on special teams. I've been, you've been laughing at me because I've been talking about special teams is important. Every single week we've messed up on special teams and every single week we've lost. Can we just have one week where we just have a perfect day on special teams? I, I promise you we're going to win. Like, just let's punt it. Let's not get injured. Everyone, like, let's hit 56 yarders and not get a call back for a delay of game. Like, let's just do stuff. Like, that's correct. That would be nice. And punt it, dude. I want to punt. Just don't turn over the ball. Please punt it. Like, I would love to see Morstead all game. I usually cry, right? I usually, oh, God, we have to see the punt. Please punt the ball. Like, that, nothing would make me happier than punting this week. But I, I, I really think that the Jets are going to be conservative to a point. I, the one gripe I have, I have, I mean, I have a lot of gripes, but the one, the biggest gripe I have with Jets the fans, criticisms, we have a lot of gripes. <laughs> no, no, with the criticisms of the Jets, because oh, like a yeah, lot of them are warranted. You know what I mean? The big, the, the, the one thing is you're saying LaFleur is not creative. He's so creative. Like Ooh, I, I, I could, I, I could, br- I could bring out, I, I, like me, an amateur, I could literally bring you out tape of just last week of him being completely creative. He's running the RPOs. He's running the play actions. He's running the wide receiver screens. I know that they're still, you know, by statistical numbers running, uh, one of the lowest, uh, wide receiver screen rates. And so it's just easy to look at that, but he's, he's doing everything and he's moving him around and Zach Wilson's getting out of the pocket and he's evading, but we're getting drops at the end of that. Or on third down, he has Michael Carter. I know the ball was tipped. That was a 30 yard touchdown. You know, like there's these little things and I, I'm just going to go back. I'll, I'll, my last point, I'm just going to go back with Zach Wilson and I'm actually, it's the first time I feel like he wasn't BSing the literally this entire, uh, time since we've drafted him. And he was just like, man, there's just little things on every single play. And we know that it takes all 11 people. And he's totally right. Like there are some plays like that third down on the first drive of the game. Everybody was perfect. The offensive line was perfect. Everybody ran perfect routes. Actually, they ran that same route with all three levels and they did run it run perfectly. And then Elijah Moore was on the out and he threw it like, he threw it like seven yards short. You know what I mean? Like that was his fault. There was 10 players that did everything correct, including the tight ends, including the running backs, including the wide receivers, the coaches, but Zach Wilson didn't. 
You know what I mean? And then the next time, Zach Wilson had everything right, but the wide receiver didn't. And the next time, the tight end didn't. The next time, the running back didn't. And so it's really, I don't think it's that crazy. And I think we're taking for granted how good the left side of the line is. I think we're taking for granted how good the defensive line has been. I think we're taking for granted how good the cornerbacks have been. And our game plans, we haven't been out of any game, even though it looks like we're out of every single game by the end score. We haven't been out. So and the, that's, all, and that's the only thing I'm saying. And like that's why video producer Greg and my family members, including my brother, <laughs> who thinks I'm nuts going to London uh, for this game, and everybody who I talk to thinks I'm absolutely crazy for still like sticking up for this team and like still believing in them at this moment is because everything I'm watching, it doesn't look that bad. And so... No, I, in the I, hook. I, I'm taking it. Am I taking the win? Of course, just for these next two games. Like, if we get these two losses in a row, like, I'm going to take the win for the next two. If we take the next two losses for the row, I'm out. That's it. That's it, Alex. Like, it took me up till week four last year past the Denver Thursday game, right? This week, it's going to take me again past week four. And I call this in the offseason, like, past this London game. I have to keep it up to the London game. If we go, <laughs> if we go over five into the bye, it's over. So it's over. So we, we have to get, we have to get two wins here. So I'm, I'm starting it here. I'm taking the seven and a half. I'm feeling okay. The Marcus May thing really hurts my physical heart. All right. I, I, out, I don't feel good about Let it. it I don't feel good at all about this whole Marcus May being out. It's going to be tough without him. We're going to get tested. I'm just glad that the Brown, the Browns, the AJ Browns and the, and the, and the, and the Julio Joneses are going to be there to, uh, to, to battle test and John o. Smith is gone. It's just Derrick Henry, and that's our strength. So uh, th- that's where my confidence is coming from. I'm not being insane. Like, I'm really, from my perspective, I'm not being a complete homer and, <laughs> and being crazy. But obviously, I'm calling the Jets to win a game. And it also will help me in my survivor leagues. I think 36% of the leagues are taking, uh, of all leagues are taking the Tennessee Titans. Like, just just give me the W. Like, just give me the one win. Like, let's, I just need it, man. I just need it this Sunday, please. I can't go to London. I can't t- get on a flight to London, bro. <laughs> oh, and four. I just can't do it, dude. I can't do it. I have to go see my family members in Paris <laughs> on Saturday. Like, I'm going to London on Friday, and then, um, Thursday night into Friday. I'm going to Paris on Saturday, see my, see my cousins for, you know, just for the day. I, I can't tell them I'm here to see my oh, and four jets, bro. I can't. I need a win. I need a win. That's that's all I'm gonna say. I just I love it. this rant. I love this rant. And to end it, and to to give you some uh, some uh, some confidence, just to let you know that the Tennessee Titans are now ranked 24 out of 32 teams in the NFL for points allowed with 84 points. They have a differential of negative 13. They've only forced 71 points. Um, that's also because they've allowed, you know, the Seahawks and. Everyone else just to score on them, except the Indianapolis Colts. So we can't score this, anyone. So this might this might be the dime. This might this be. Might, that's what I'm saying. This might be the chance that we get that. That's all I'm saying is that we might get the touchdown that we've all been asking for. At least we won't go. However, let's just not go twelve quarters. Oh <laughs> without my us. goodness! Let's oh, just that not too. do that. Oh yeah, when's the last time let's you scored? Oh, let me go back to the preseason, bro. But you know what? Hold hold on, hold week on. one, real quick. I got this one one quick before, touchdown. But, but before we, we before we end out, because of your beautiful rant on how you're not crazy, you still see stuff in this team. And I see good stuff in this team too. I'm not I'm not in disagreement with you. We just gotta let Greg come in here and uh, see if he wants to add any voice or reason. Be the God voice that we have for this. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube, where it seems like God's and just you talking catch down Greg, upon us. Catch Greg weekly on Winning Picks Weekly, going through the slate. He had a, he actually redeemed himself week three. He that had a he pretty did. good week over five hundred. Good on I the can't best wait. bets. 
I can't wait for the next episode to drop uh, tomorrow, so that way I can uh, get ready for my survivor pool. Really need, really need <laughs> your guys' help. Really, really Let's do. Go. This week's a, this week's a tough one. So, Greg, you have any? Uh, you have any? Uh, any? Uh, any uh, thoughts on Jets? Sombering I mean, thoughts. I mean, yeah, sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, I can sum it up in one sentence. Oh, here we go. John's a crazy person. Ah. <laughs> so. So <laughs> when you say, uh, you know, I'm not crazy, but you're crazy. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I think we're averaging six points a game right now. Uh, the <laughs> offense is no, it's, I think it's, low, it's lower. It has to be lower than average of six. If it's I think that's I'm looking at which is just, I mean, unbelievably embarrassing. Like, like to your point, I mean, we're talking about gambling coming up on the next show. So. Follow us there to cover seven and a half. Maybe we have a shot because the Tennessee Titans defense is so bad, but our offense is just as bad. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. It's a good but recipe. Yeah, it's just really keep that recipe. in mind. You know, I think Owen Force coming, John. I feel bad for you and going to going overseas, but you know, I think we got a shot at Atlanta next week. I'm really looking ahead to that. Oh God, <laughs> I hope the Jets are looking ahead. Oh man! Well, th- there you go with uh, video, voice of reason. My ass video, video producer Greg <laughs> with the voice of reason coming in like my God ass. on the U- like coming in like God on the YouTube channel. Uh, just coming in as like a guy sitting next to us on the on the podcast. He's listening to us there. The unmitigated that- gall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think I think that wraps it up. Uh, well, before I say we wrap it up, John, what do you think the score is uh, for the Jets and Titans? And I'll give you my score. Oh, give me, give me sixteen thirteen Jets. Sixteen thirteen Jets. Oh man, yeah. If they're out, if they're out of the receivers, I could see this. Be- actually, I think that's that's a really good score. Sixteen thirteen is actually a really good score. I think we're gonna go. I'm actually gonna double with you on that because do I do this all like day, that. baby. Do this I every like week, that. Alex. I, I like, I like, I like that. I like, <laughs> I like those picks weekly, baby. I've been listening. How about you, Greg? <laughs> what do you got? Your, what do you got for your score? Wait, you have the Jets sixteen thirteen. Also, you have the, the same. Uh, same score for Titans. Titans. Oh, opposite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're flipping it. I'm going Titans 24, Jets 10. We get oh. a touchdown this week, boys. Ooh. We get a oh, touchdown yeah. this week. That's, oh, what, I'm yeah. Come on. Come on. That's what I'm saying. We get like one it. I like touchdown. It. I, got, I, I, got us, I got us with, you know, maybe it's one touchdown in the bunch of field goals. I don't know. <laughs> Why there, not? There. The one touchdown, three field goals. That sounds good for Amendola. Why not? 16 13, right. baby. Let's do it. So so strange hearing Amendola being on the New York Jets. That name. All right. Oh, well, he banged in that fifty-six yarder. I feel so bad. Yeah, I feel so bad that that got called back by the by the new punter uh, holder Morstead. It's tough. It's tough yeah. out here. It is tough out here. But on that note, uh, that is it for the Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please make sure to give us a five-star review and to leave us a comment. That helps oh so dearly. But if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, it's okay because we're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it, we are there. On top of that, if you're watching this on the YouTube channel, yeah, I'm talking to all you people right there. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit that notification bell. Do it. You need to do it for all of us. And last but not least, please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher, you name it. We are. Whoa, what am I talking about? That's I just did that. Whoa. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm whoa, just... whoa, 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 whoa. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. <laughs> and oh, the glitch. God, TikTok. And the glitch in the it was a glitch. Glitch in the Matrix. Someone just came in like, wow. 
really just took over my body for a second. Really, you just, need a Jets win, man. You just need a Jets. Win. I really just, I just really need a Jets win at that point. Really, just need a Jet win, Jets win. But thank you everyone for listening for to another Jets episode of the Nick Jets Etc. podcast. We'll catch you later next week for another Jets instant reaction. Let's go Jets and let's go Yankees, baby. <laughs> <laughs>